Are you a woman who desires to level up your life and become the greatest version of yourself? If so, then this is the podcast for you. No one should be stopping you from becoming a badass, empowered woman. We want you to be mentally and physically resilient, capable of overcoming all obstacles and conquer your dreams. Unfortunately, though, we live in the dark about what's actually holding us back from achieving those desired outcomes. Even though what you'll hear is brutally honest, raw, and completely unfiltered, you need to know that we come from a place of love. You know what they say, tough love is real love. And we want to expose you to the hard truth so you can start actually living the life that you've always intended to live. This This is Wake Wake the the Fuck fuck Up with Anne-Marie and Justin. All right, friends, we're back. It is episode 17. And this is going to be a phenomenal episode because it's all about percolating. I meant parenting. (laughs) Percolating. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh. You want to show me that dance? Man, I haven't done that since middle school. I've never and done that in my very, life. Yeah, and it was not very uh, pleasing. Aesthetically yeah. pleasing. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> what do you want? Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up. Turn it up! Okay. So yeah, <laughs> this is about uh, per- uh, parenting. You're about to say percolating again. <laughs> planting. Stop planting. <laughs> Stop plants. Um, yeah, this is going to be, I mean, I'm not really sure where we're going to go with this, but there, I know exactly where I'm going. I, I know where you're going with this. Um, in fact, where's your mom for this, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I think um, there's a lot of, well, unknown, unrecognized issues that are happening. Um, I'm not a parent, neither are you, obviously, but like, you know, we can, I help people with their own emotional blocks and traumas and stuff, and it's because of their parents and things yeah. they go through. So that's that's my perspective on this, what I can speak on, and I know Emery, you have your own sort of uh, insight on this too, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Of how you grew up with your mom and how she's impacted you. So, you know, I'm gonna let you start with this. You can start. Okay, off. perfect. Who's ready to cry? <laughs> yeah. No, but really, this is a serious subject, and just disclaimer before we even start. I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. Actually, you know what? Go ahead. Take it the wrong way. I don't really fucking care. But I'm just letting you know I'm not here to be a bitch. I'm not here to um, tell you that the way that you were raised is wrong or whatever because your parents did the best they could at the, at the time that, that uh-huh. they were raising you and they were doing the best that they can. And, you know, it's, it's hard when you're not informed about these things to to I guess even even do them you know if you don't fucking know then you don't know you know so the thing is is that you are 100% a a piece of what your parents taught you right you are what your parents taught you everything in your life up to this exact point in your entire existence was learned right if it's from your parents, if it's from mentors, it doesn't matter. It, it was all learned, right? You didn't just wake up one day and say, oh, I know English. No, your parents taught you English or Spanish or whatever it is. You know, so everything that you are, the way you act, the way you deal with problems, um, the way that you eat, your eating habits, 
the way that you think, everything, the way that you place the cups in a certain cabinet other than a different cabinet, it's all learned. It's all learned from, from how you grew up. So you might say, oh, well, that's a great thing. You know, I learned a lot of stuff from my parents and it is, but it's also not, right? Because there are some habits that are learned from your parents that they learned from their parents that just, just keeps getting passed down generation, 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 right? And they aren't necessarily good or bad, it just is what it is and what was taught to them, so they taught it to you, right? So there's these reoccurring habits that I'm noticing in a lot of people, um, especially when it comes to food choices um, and how to deal with emotional issues. And I think those are the two biggest topics that we're going to touch on today um, is how to deal with emotional issues, you know, emotional blocks, um, thoughts and stuff like that. And then also your eating habits, right? Because eating habits are 100% learned. So which one do you preferably want to kind of break down first? It's up to you. Pick. Eating habits or emotions? I don't like to talk about emotions. Fine. Eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this That's is fine. going to branch off and be very correlated with the next podcast we do because the next episode is going to be on binge eating. Um, and I want to talk to you guys about how I got over my binge eating and how there's different reasons for different stuff and this, that, and the other. But <clears throat> let's start with nutrition and eating habits as far as when you were a kid, when you were raised, and how you are how you are, right? Okay, so growing up, you were taught to eat a certain way, or you were taught to eat certain things, or you were allowed to eat certain things because of the way that your parents decided to teach you how to eat, right? So you either ate what you were given, or you didn't eat at all, which was my mom's wonderful strategy, <laughs> or you bitched and whined like a typical kid does, and your parents decided, no offense, to be lazy fucks and give in to you and give you the food that you wanted, okay? Or the other way around of they would give you the food in order to shut you the fuck up. Either way, right? So the method of this is the food, this is what you eat. If you don't want it, you don't eat at all. That's hard. That's really hard as a parent, especially when you have a lot going on and you're really busy to say, okay, I'm going to have to put up with my kid bitching and whining for the next probably fucking five hours until they eat or until they're hungry later in order to make this happen. But unfortunately, that is what you have to do. And unfortunately, that is something that a lot of parents don't grasp. They think, okay, I'm going to take the easy way out and I'm just going to give my kid what they want right I mean when you think about it when your kid is giving when your kid is given the choice to to make an executive decision about what kind of food they're going to eat and this that and the other and you're giving in you're literally giving them the power mm -hmm. right it's like training a dog okay dogs are trained based on their food right based on their food if you let them walk back and forth to their bowl whenever they want to guess what they have the fucking power because you're letting them control their eating habits same with people right you let your kids control their eating habits guess what you just gave in you give in once you're going to give in again you're going to give in again you're going to give in again and then guess what your fucking kids eating habits are goldfish doritos and fucking apple juice and then you have this little switch where you're like 
oh, I'm going to be a good parent, and I'm going to try to feed my kids healthy food. Well, guess what? That ain't fucking happening no more because now they're taught in their brain to do all this stuff. And guess what? It's going to be a lot fucking harder to start from where you were giving in originally and try to try to back it up and fix what you fucked up instead of just doing it the right way the first time and saying, no, you eat what's in front of you or you don't eat at all. And that's just how it is, right? Because the second that you give those kids the choice to say, oh, well, I don't want that. I want this instead. Well, then guess what? That's what they're going to get. And you just gave into them, right? And then they have the power to make that choice. And then they think that they always have the power to make that choice. So you giving into them is so fucking lazy and so fucking selfish instead of saying, okay, I'm just going to sit here and let them eat what they want, what, what I made. And that's, that's how it's going to be. And it's not, it's not selfish to make your kids literally sit there and cry and whine and starve until they want to eat. Because I'll tell you what, if they're hungry enough, they'll fucking eat, right? I mean, I did. I fucking sat at the table crying and whining because I wasn't eating no goddamn lima beans. But I'll tell you what, three hours later when I, I was still sitting there, I ate those goddamn lima beans. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, do you give in to it or, or do you let it struggle a little bit and show your kids that you are in power? Yeah. Because this is a thing which a lot of parents, I think, nowadays don't understand. You are not your kid's friend. You are not their fucking friend. They are not there to like you. They are there for you to raise them and keep them alive and and literally raise them the best that you can and make them the best version of themselves and the healthiest version of themselves, right? And by you giving in to them, that's enabling them mentally and physically a as a whole, right? Mm -hmm. Your take on that? Yeah, you know... <clears throat> I mean, I 1,000% agree, and I'm thinking about, like, well, how was I raised, you know? And <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's hard. I haven't, I haven't thought about this in a long time. <laughs> I just thought about it before we did this podcast. I know, but, and <laughs> you know? this is the thing, too, is that, like, you let your kids eat this food, and then you wonder why your kids are lazy and stupid and tired all the time. Well, think if you were eating Doritos and ice cream and apple juice all day long and not drinking water or getting any kind of protein healthy fats or any kind of um, micronutrients into your body your brain wouldn't fucking work either would it you no, know exactly. so you so you wonder why your kids go to school on these sugary crappy diets and then they come home and they don't feel like cleaning their room or they don't feel like doing anything they're too tired to do their homework it's because they just hit a fucking sugar crash right yeah, and, and, okay, so here's what I want to say about that. It's like, you know, obviously you have implicit control within the home domestic life, and that's where um, it's your responsibility as a parent to, you know, make sure that you do everything in your power and your ability to ensure that they're well-nourished and doing everything, uh, know everything to support themselves, right? Yep. So that's all on you, but, like, obviously there are influences outside of the house and school and social life. And, yeah. And that you obviously have a hard time to control and really can't but if they're trained and your kids are you know educated enough and are disciplined enough they're gonna probably carry that over i think fairly well yeah. and be able to survive and not and that's i guess succumb to sort of these other pressures or feel like they have to eat this way and all this garbage yeah, right definitely 100 yeah. percent. and and then on top of it you know 
like I know me growing up, my mom used that method of you eat or you fucking don't. You know, you eat what's in front of you or you don't. It's a good one. And this is the thing is that I would go over friends' houses because I was so conditioned to eat fresh foods all the time. I never had soda. We never had soda in the house. We always had a protein, a vegetable, and a carb for dinner. That was always what it is. So, you know, grilled chicken. uh, I'm not talking about salad. A fucking salad's not even a vegetable. So, (laughs) and like green beans or like asparagus or a good green, dark green carciferous vegetable, you know, broccoli, whatever. And um, honestly, we never really even had a shit ton of carbs, but if we did, my mom would make like a really good like homemade like basmati rice or something like that that's like clean and filling and and good for digestion, you know, and it's going to nourish me. And then I would go to these people's houses, you know, my friend, I'm like eight years old, right? I'm going to these people's houses and for dinner, I think it's a joke because it's like Mm. chicken nuggets uh uh tater tots and mac and cheese and they're like okay dinner's ready and i walk in the kitchen and i'm like what the fuck is this <laughs> Big, i'm like bagel bites yeah i'm <laughs> like is this a joke i'm like is this seriously dinner and then i would come home crying and whining because i was starving because i wouldn't eat either i wouldn't eat it or i would eat it and i would feel sick because my body wasn't used to all that fried shit mm-hmm. right or even like Drinking soda, like for instance, even today, I drink soda, like a regular soda, and I will have a splitting headache for hours, right? Mm. And that's just because my body isn't used to to putting that stuff in it, you know? And I was talking to Kayla, I wish Kayla was on here, Tybersky, uh-huh. and you know, I did a Facebook Live about this too with her on there because I had a lot of people that were like, oh, well... You, you don't really have a say because you don't have kids, so you don't get it. It's easy saying this from the outside in, you know, but I brought Kayla on a live with me, which she's pregnant and she also has a daughter and as like backup, you know, and, and the thing is, is that you can't sit here and say that I don't know because I don't have kids. It's easy from looking from the outside in, right? Because I'm in this industry, right? I'm in the health and fitness industry. I see people fucking bouncing their kid on their knee, feeding their two-year-old uh, a Coke Zero or a Dr. Pepper out of a fucking straw when I'm walking down the street. Like, I see their kids giving them a whole bag of Doritos and the kid's just fucking literally diving in and then you wonder why your kid is dumb and stupid and fat and lazy. Sorry, I'm not sorry. It's your fucking fault, mm-hmm. right? But then you can also say on the other side of it is that they are mirroring, number one, either what you're allowing them to do or number two, what you're doing, right? So either you're allowing them to be that way and allowing them to eat that or they're mirroring what you're doing and what you're eating, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, just a quick story um, about this woman. I know I'm not going to say names or anything, but I know firsthand of certain things that she does that I don't necessarily agree with. Um, I've never pushed my beliefs on her or told her she's doing anything wrong because, again, it's your life. You can raise your kids however you want. But I am going to make you aware that what you're doing is completely fucking up your kids and it's your fault while you're doing it right because if i don't do that and if we don't make you guys aware of what's going on then we're doing a disservice to you as health and fitness professionals 
as a whole, right? We're doing such a disservice to you. So long story short, this woman, she was taught that certain foods you were not allowed to eat. So certain foods are off limits, ice cream, cake, cookies, donuts, you know, the typical stuff, and that you were only allowed to eat healthy foods. But what her mom didn't know is that she was watching her the entire time when her mom was eating these healthy foods and then would go closet bingey when her daughter would go to bed, right? So she thinks that her daughter's in bed, but really her daughter is watching her sit on the couch and watch movies and be upset with herself and eat a bag of chips and a whole thing of freaking donuts and, and Oreos and whatever, you know? And then as this woman grew up, since that's what she was taught, she now does that to her kids. And she now tells her kids, you can't have that because you're going to get fat. You can't eat cake because that's going to make you fat. You can't have soda because that's going to make you fat. Well, guess what? When we're, you're at a family function or you're at a party or you're at something where you let your kids be a little bit more lenient, guess what? They go fucking overboard because they know mommy's not going to let me have this tomorrow, so I have to eat as much of it right now as I can. And they go on these binging habits, right? But she does the same thing, right? So during the day, she'll eat healthy and have this image of I'm eating healthy, I'm doing good, but then at night when everyone goes to sleep, she goes in the fridge and eats a whole cake, you know? And they're, and your kids are not fucking stupid. Your kids see that and your kids learn that. And on top of that, not only is she saying, wow, you little Billy Bob Joe just ate um, a whole entire cake after I told you not to, so now I'm gonna punish you and say, you need to go run a lap mm -hmm. because you just ate a whole entire cake and you're going to get fat if you don't run a lap. So not only are you punishing your kids for literally mirroring exactly what you're fucking doing, mirroring the exact food you're putting in your body, eating the food that you're providing for them because they can't eat it if it's not in the house. So clearly that food is in the house for your binge eating habits, but now you're punishing them with exercise. exercise. So now they have a negative outlook on food and exercise. So now you have completely molded them into the same exact monster that you are. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's one thing if you are ignorant to the fact that you're doing it, right? Unconsciously binging or whatever it may be here and there. Or, I mean, in my eyes, if you're not acknowledging it and, and putting and like having peace with it, then you don't necessarily realize that you're giving other people, like it's impacting other people, right? So, if you literally are acknowledging that you're doing this, which this woman is, she knows she does it, and you're doing nothing about it, that is fucking selfish, and everything that is related to that that happens to your kids is 100,000 million percent your fucking fault. I don't care what anyone says. That's gonna hurt them emotionally, that's gonna hurt them mentally, and they are going to forever have a bad relationship with food unless they seek help, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> nailed that in the head. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Can you repeat that again? <laughs> so pretty much, I mean, and, and it is what it is, right? Everyone listening to this, you know, you can try to, to clean up your diet, right? And you could try to do this and do that. But, you know, it's kind of like your, it's, think about it like this. It's kind of like your boss saying, hey, 
don't be late for work, and then he's late for work every single day. So are you seriously going to take him him seriously? Are right. you going to really be be on time for work? Or are you going to show up five minutes before you know he's going to be there, right? And still slack, <laughs> right, right. right? So if you really, as, as a little bit of um, solution to this issue, if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, that really is me and I really do need to clean up my act, something that I would strongly suggest is work on you first. Right, again, your kids are gonna mirror everything you're doing. So the second you start actually working on yourself and cleaning yourself up, if it's mentally, if it's physically, if it's internally, spiritually, whatever it may be, um, if it's food related, if it's exercise related, focus on you first and start improving yourself first and your kids will start learning from that and they will start mimicking that, right? So, and it's so funny because I know you get this all the time, I get it all the time. Well. I can't put myself first because I got to focus on kids. You'll understand when you have kids. Okay, well, you realize you not focusing on you first and you not filling your glass first is preventing you from honestly 100% serving your kids to your highest power because they see how much you are like really treating yourself like fucking shit every single day and not taking care of yourself. And they're learning that. Yep. They're learning that it's okay to not take care of yourself and to to try and be a Wonder Woman around the house, but then later that night, you're fucking sitting on the couch crying because you hate yourself because you, again, haven't taken care of yourself. Right? right? Mm -hmm. So. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that ties into something I was thinking about now, as you said that, about a client of mine who's um, been doing kind of what you just mentioned about your uh, client, I guess, right? Yeah. Who's got binging, eating, binge, uh, eating problems. <laughs> so, well, here's the thing, right? It's one thing if you were just setting a bad example for your kids because you're just lazy or you don't, you know, you, like you mentioned earlier in the beginning of this episode about, you know, whether to give in or not with food and stuff. Yeah. But, but there's, that's, that's like a very, very surface level way of looking at it and sure. easier way to, you know, resolve. Not saying that you know that's all i'm saying about it like it's it's easier to do that and, and for some people that's all it requires is to kind of you know reshift your belief around that and how you approach that with your kids but for a lot of others and clients i have um so for example i have a client who has two kids and she's you know mid-30s mother right and she came to me with you know binge eating and i work with women who have eating disorders and um disordered eating habits and obviously binging and so for her, we couldn't figure out, she couldn't figure out why she was doing it. You know what I mean? It wasn't really just, there, I mean, there are multiple reasons for this, but uh, my point here is that if you as a parent have like past issues with your own parents or trauma or abuse or whatever, like my one client here did, uh, sexually, uh, sexual abuse that is, you know, um, then it's gonna, you know, it's gonna reflect back into your life now and you're not going to be aware of why you're doing this stuff and why you're binging and why you're acting a certain way, um, having these sort of um, self-defeating behaviors that pull you away from really where you want to be and ultimately um, uh, have this negative impact on your kids, right? And that was the problem. That's why she knew she had to change because her, her kids were literally modeling after her. Yeah. And are binging and, and eating um, or really having um, insecurity issues about their body. Yeah. Like her little girl was like, getting really, I don't know, I don't remember exactly the details what she was saying or what was happening, but 
um, she expressed it as her girl was like, you know, just having um, lack of confidence and feeling like she's overweight and all this stuff. And, you know, at a young age like that, like that's going to carry with you forever. Yeah. You know? So it was in her best interest, obviously, to resolve this binging. And what we discovered with her, and I think this is not uncommon, which is why I'm bringing it up, is that she was molested as a child, you know, as a you know young girl, uh, and she pretty much blocked it out from the ages of like four to ten, you know. And that's what I always say is that you know the the body never forgets what the mind does, yeah. and that's what she was trying to do. And that's how you get these emotional blocks, and that's pretty much what pushed her down this path of where she resorts to food to deal with. Um, really any sort of emotion I, I call it like a fear-based reaction because that's what it is and that could be anything but food is an escape obviously it's a coping mechanism and it's a fear-based reaction so when she's um feeling unworthy any sort of scenario it really comes down to in my experience i actually just did this with a client of mine who has um anxiety and it's the same thing uh the bottom underpinning ultimate you know feeling that people that women in my experience have is that sense of unworthiness uh, and worthlessness. And so um, for her, that's what it was. So basically whenever she's caught in a situation where she feels that way, she resorts to food, but that's not the only scenario, right? Um, she would also told me that, you know, her father and her grandfather, they would tell her that this food is prohibited. You're not allowed to eat it. It'll make you fat. It'll make you look like this and so forth. And it killed her, her self-worth. And so at the same time, she probably has binging because she's been deprived and she's, um, for so long that if she feels that way, she's gonna go overboard. You know, so I mean, so, so my point here is that there's multiple angles with that, why that happens. No, you know? for sure, you know? definitely. But it's um, it's that past stuff that you haven't dealt with that is really um, totally unrecognized and hidden, and uh, that's the reason why I think some parents are not the the type of parent they want to be. Yeah. You know, they don't realize it. I'm not, not picking on them. It's not their fault, but that's why I'm um, bringing this up. Is that to really analyze your past and how your parents treated you and what they did, if there was any sort of. Um... So, the first question I always ask, and this is the whole procedure I do with clients, but like it's the first thing I say is like, where in your life do you feel stuck, sad, or frustrated, right? Or like right now, that is, right? And we kind of trace it back to the past. Well, where, when was the first time you felt that way? And there's always something. If you really, you don't really think about it in your con like right now, if you're sitting here listening to this, but if you really sit with it, something will come up maybe more than one time, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but that's, that's how you get the ball rolling with really trying to dissect this and figure it out. But if you, you can't figure anything out if you have no awareness, period, you know? Yeah, and it's not even necessarily just like binge eating or eating habits or whatever, you know, it's going back to what you said about like self, self, worth and and confidence you know and and it is going to reflect off your kids if mm -hmm. you don't have that right and again going back to like talking to kayla and about everything like that if you decide that you are going to make the shift you're not just going to wake up one day and throw broccoli and chicken on a plate and give it to your kid and say eat this and have no explanation for why right so you need to understand and again kids are not fucking stupid Right, they're going to understand if you explain it. So, you, if you have no idea what you're doing and you have no idea why you're even doing certain things as far as quote unquote health and fitness, then you need to get help and get somebody that knows what they're fucking doing and is knowledgeable about the topic. Because 
this is how you're going to shift your kids. You're not going to throw food in front of them and say, eat this or you don't eat, and give them chicken and broccoli because then they're going to fucking hate you more than they already do for taking away their chocolate and cookies that you originally said they could have. Now they're confused and they're pissed, right? Yeah. So what you need to do from there is make a slow shift, right? It's not just going to be this quick here it is. Take it or leave it, motherfucker, because Amory told me to, you know? <laughs> so it's going to be a slow, slow shift, and it's not going to be something that's super easy, and it is going to take time, right? But making small dietary changes as a family, right? So if you want your kid to be healthy and eat healthy and eat certain things or, or act a certain way or behave a certain way, guess what? You have to also do that. Right, so if you're at the point in your life where you're like, yeah, I need to stop being selfish and I need to actually start feeding my kids something that is is nourishing for them, right? Then you need to make that shift too, right? So it's small things. So taking number one, stop buying the fucking shit food, right? Because they can't eat what you don't buy for them, right? So that's going to be number one, and slowly start cycling it out, right? If they are drinking soda every single day. Start cycling in water and say, oh, I haven't been to the store. I'm sorry, I just haven't bought soda. And then that will be an excuse to, oh, guess what? I'm not fucking buying soda anymore, but you're not going to tell yeah. them that, yeah. right? So cycling it in, you know, slowly cycling vegetables in, this, that, and the other. And once they get pissed or once they get upset, you cannot get upset with them because they don't understand why all of a sudden things are changing. You have to explain it to them. Right, and, and when me and Kayla were talking, and my mom did the same thing, was when you're upset about something, or you don't want to eat something, or there's something on your plate you don't necessarily like, you have to explain why you are having this, right? This is good for your body, this gives you more energy. You like to go play outside with your friends, right? Well, this gives you the energy to be able to go and play with your friends, you know? And explain it to them in their language, okay? And then from there, kind of, giving them the option of what they're able to eat, right? But giving them healthy choices, uh -huh. you know? So having in the fridge, what do you want tonight? You have a choice between chicken, steak, and shrimp. I don't know. And they get to pick the protein. And then what vegetable do you want? You have a choice between this, this, and this. What carb do you want? You have a choice between this, this, and this. Great. Now we're going to cook it together, right? And kind of letting them have the choice, but also you're still in power because you have the ultimate choice of the top three things, but they're getting to pick out of the three things, right? So it's adding them in, it's fun. If you have them cook with you, like that can be something fun that you guys do together, you know? So then they also have a choice, but they're also limited to what their choices are, you know? So implementing small things like that and kind of going back to the confidence thing and, and emotional, getting into the emotional part of it is, it, it's crazy because I see it all the time and you know I see it with like family members of mine too that like their daughters are 11 12 13 14 15 in their teens when they're just now learning who they are and trying to figure out like mm -hmm. who am I gonna be how am I gonna develop like like what do I want to do you know how how am I gonna present myself or look at myself or how are others gonna perceive me and they have their kids on on diets I'm like, you have your kid on a meal plan diet at 15 years old, right? Wow. And no offense, but that is a lazy fucking excuse 
for you not to teach them the right and wrong way to be eating and what's going to work best for their body and give them the most nourishment and and make them succeed more in life as far as it goes for being able to think right yeah. being able to function being able to to go throughout your day with enough energy and explaining that so you putting your fucking kids on a diet at 15 16 whatever years old because they're overweight that's poor parenting on your fucking part right and of course it's another thing the you learns laziness from your parents or from your your um view of power whoever raised you you learned that from them right so then taking it from there but this is the thing too don't go around bitching and complaining and fucking whining that oh well i'm only like this because my parents did this to me and da, da 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 you can't do that right because the second that you left their house and you were no longer in their control that is the second that you sat there and had to say i am in control of everything that happens to me all the results in my entire life learned not learned this that, and the other that is 100 percent up to you yeah right so you have a choice to change you don't have to be exactly what your parents taught you to be right but then it goes back to your your what you were saying about how you need to kind of trace it back and at least acknowledge it because this is the thing a lot of people don't even acknowledge they're doing it right yeah they don't they don't have a clue yeah <clears throat> um, and it, it goes unrecognized for years. I mean, I had a breakthrough moment with um, my one client today who I just did this with. And, you know, sometimes we think we know it, and then other times we don't. And she definitely had some aha moments, like, oh, okay, this is why I behave this way. It's, it's stopping me from doing this. But, again, the whole, the whole, I mean, it's not as simple as this, but the whole idea is you have to not only detect it, uh, have awareness and embrace it. That's what I, the three things I always say. You have to learn to be with it and detach from it at the same time and also reassociate it with something else, a different yeah. emotion, a different way of looking at it, a new story, right? Like rewriting a new story, right? Um, so that's hard. And, you know, but the sooner you can catch that, the better you can move forward and also heal yourself and, you know, probably it'll mend a lot of wounds with. Um, other areas of your life, maybe with your husband, and it'll obviously impact your kids. But you know, it's a very long way of saying that you know um, the reason why your kids are the way they are, the way they are is because of the stuff you have put on the back burner or been ignoring or haven't resolved it, right? Yeah, and it goes yeah. into not only food, not only emotions. It goes into yeah. how you take care of yourself as a whole, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to get into this so much, but I think about the fitness industry and how I see this a lot where I think anxiety is on the rise. All everybody, everybody has eating disorder now. Everyone's got depression. Everyone's got uh, disordered eating habits. Mm -hmm. It's not all because of competition, dieting. It's not. It's not. And, I've, and at the very beginning when I first entered this, I thought it was mostly that. But now that I've, I've grown and learned and been educated and seen it myself, it's probably a combination of that and or probably just because of their their history yeah and how their parents taught them and, and, and they just carried it with them so they're they have a poor relationship with food body image and body yeah. dysmorphia and you know what i mean yeah right. definitely and this is the thing too that doesn't mean that if you have body dysmorphia or if you have anxiety or depression that your kids are going to also have anxiety depression this that and the other but they're watching how you deal with it 
right? They're watching how you cope with issues, mm-hmm. right? That is 100% going to be learned too. So if you cope with your depression, anxiety by pretending like everything's okay, and then at night you go in the fucking closet and cry for seven hours, your kids see that. They're not fucking stupid. So you are 100% responsible for taking care of yourself because your kids are watching the way that you're you're dealing with issues, right? The way that you're dealing with issues with food, the way that you're dealing with your confidence, the way you're dealing with illness, mm-hmm. the way if you're taking care of yourself when you're sick, right? So it, it goes in so many ways, the way you clean, the way you cook, the way you brush your hair, the way, uh, the way that you fold your clothes, you know, they're mirroring everything. So next time you decide that you're just going to put, go put yourself on the back burner because you don't have time or if I put myself first, it's selfish or this, that, and the other. Remember that you putting yourself first is actually selfless because you are going to benefit every single other person around you in your life. Not only your kids, not only your husband or your wife or whoever is listening to this, but literally a million other people in your universe, yeah. right? You are going to, to reflect anything that you're giving into the universe you're going to receive. So if you're giving sickness and hatred and self-doubt and, and self-worthlessness and depression, anxiety and body dysmorphia and fucking binge eating, if you're def- putting that into the universe, guess what? That's what's going to come full force right fucking back at your face. Right, so your choices are either continue to be how you are, continue to decay, and continue to rot and to suck down every other person in your life, or evolve and grow and learn and and improve every every other aspect of your life. Those are literally your only options. Mm-hmm. Right, so so making that choice is the literally the do or die right am i gonna let my kids see me like this am i gonna develop my kids like this and do what my fucking parents did to me or am i gonna be different and show them it's okay to seek help it's okay to have cake every once in a while i'm gonna teach my kids what what foods are gonna nourish their body i'm gonna teach them about self-confidence self-worth this that and the other you know because at the end of the day if you don't, they're fucked. You literally just yeah. royally fucked them over before you even gave them a chance. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I mean, I could go on and on and on about this, and I could dig even deeper uh, with yeah. how my mom did things with me and how I am how I am today. And I tell people this all the time. They're like, oh, that doesn't make sense. And I'm like, no, but it really does. That I'm literally the person I am today because of my mom. Like, 100,000 million percent. I owe her everything. Like, she is a strong, confident, independent, doesn't give a fuck type of woman. And that is the exact person I grew up to be. So, if you are sitting here listening to this and you feel worthlessness or you feel like you're just anxiety full of anxiety full of depression like you're about to decombust and you're just you just feel like crap all the look at the people that raised you and think do I actually feel like this about myself do I actually feel like this about myself or did was I learned to feel like this about myself so yeah it's it's what I always say to my clients like you yeah right you chose to feel worthless or feel uh, helpless or um 
um, what was the example today with my client? I can't remember already. Inadequate, right? Yeah. Like those are your adjectives. You're so, now you have to kind of change that. Yeah. Change that story and, you know, it doesn't define or confine you, right? Habitude, it didn't happen to you, it happens for you, blah, blah, blah. Statements, right? But it's true. Um, so, yeah, on a, diff- on a different level than I think I've thought about before. You know, because like people who in the, in the fitness industry, right? Um, and anxiety and all that, like, like you can't eat this and that and that. It was yeah. because of other things, but it, um, it grew into an eating disorder, right? It was taught. You know, and then people. If it's from their parents or not. If it's from a shitty. It's kind of an unconscious thing where they just started having problems with food or started viewing it differently. Yeah. For and sure. then they develop a bad relationship and then. A vicious cycle. Yeah. And that's the problem. You have to cut the tie. And I told my client today, like, and empowered, then it's your responsibility. It's in your hands now to make sure that it's passed so you can be the best version of yourself so that it doesn't go down the family tree. Did we even touch on the emotional shit? I guess we did. A little bit. Is that it? I don't know what else I was going to say. Into it, but I think we will probably more once we do the binge eating. Ah. Um, the first part one is going to be my story and how I developed it. Um, and then part two is going to be how I personally coped with it. And then Justin will get into more depth about how he works with his clients with it and um, other eating disorders along with that. But binge eating seems to be a very common thing nowadays in the yeah. health and fitness industry with dieting and prep and and everything as yeah. a whole, right? Yeah, now I think about it, it's, it's literally binge eating, it's keto, and it's anxiety, yeah. and CBD oil. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the four things right now that are hot and trendy. Yeah, for sure. Whether you want it to be or not, it's just yeah. what it is. It's yeah. Just, yeah, it's just something that we've seen that's reoccurring, so we feel like we need to touch on it, and you know, I think my biggest, my biggest, um, fire burner for this episode was um the netflix series um the magic pill the Mm. magic pill have you seen that yet no but you told me about it it's a combination of uh uh, parenting and keto and a whole shit ton of fucking fuckery (laughs) and i'll touch on that more when i go into when we do a episode on keto but long story short it it's just a shit mess and to give you a little background on logic um take your health and fitness and nutrition advice from professionals not from netflix like (laughs) or facebook fucking facebook groups like actually talk to professional not one person that did one thing one time and it worked for them so they think it's going to work for you and there's 20 different other options that that could have been in play and variables and this that and the other so please get your your advice and your (laughs) your information from people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about um not from netflix series right (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much or fucking facebook groups because that's annoying too Mm mm-hmm so I think that's about all I have to say about that. And if you guys um, have any more questions, comments, concerns, you can um, reach me at amc underscore faith and fit and on Instagram and Justin 
Instagram um, handle? Nutrition Max. Nutrition Max. Nutrition underscore Max. Uh, We're all about the underscore, I guess. All about the underscore. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a nice little comment about how much I offended you. We appreciate that. Just kidding. (laughs) No, but really leave a comment. Okay, bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs)